When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, Kules. Welcome to Barca Talk. I'm your host, Gabriel Quiroga, here in the Spanish capital. And in today's episode, we will discuss the Ansufati conundrum, and we'll get some questions from our Patreon community. Speaking about our Patreon community, if you're looking for a virtual Pena to join, think about joining our WhatsApp group slash virtual Pena. It's only $5 a month. Uh, not only do you get access to our WhatsApp group, which is a lot of fun, we have people from all over the world chiming in their thoughts on FC Barcelona, but you also get commercial-free podcasts, which is also great. Speaking of commercials... Before we get into today's topics, here's a quick message from our sponsor, NordVPN. Are you tired of slow internet speeds and worrying about your online security? Well, we have the solution for you. Introducing NordVPN, the fastest VPN on the planet. With over 5,400 servers worldwide and the game-changing NordLynx protocol, you can stay safe online without sacrificing speed. Imagine being able to stream your favorite shows and movies without buffering or experiencing lag. With NordVPN, that's a reality. Plus, you can browse the web with peace of mind, knowing that your data and personal information is protected. But wait, there's more. To celebrate their 11th birthday, NordVPN is offering an additional gift for all new users. That's right, you get to enjoy lightning fast speeds and complete online security, plus an extra special birthday gift. So visit NordVPN dot com slash Barca. And if you're still not convinced, NordVPN offers a 30-day money-back guarantee. So there's no risk in trying it out. Upgrade your online experience today and join the millions of satisfied users who trust NordVPN for their internet security needs. Visit nordvpn.com slash Barca to learn more and take advantage of this limited time offer. Don't wait any longer to stay protected and connected with the fastest VPN on the planet. All right, so today I was watching the sports show and obviously getting some feedback from our virtual Pena and our WhatsApp group. And the topic of Ansu Fati came up. And I thought it was an interesting one because as we talk about this roller coaster of a season, the ups and the downs, you know, think about where we were in October. Slash November, when we get knocked out of Champions League, we thought everything was bleak and dire. To where we're at now, where we're league leaders, eight points ahead of Madrid and rolling right now since the World Cup. But the only person that I am really concerned about right now, if I have to pick someone, is probably Ansu Fati. 
you know, m- many others could pick Farhan, but to me, it's Ansu Fati. Now, a quick recap of Ansu Fati's season so far. He's played 778 minutes, three goals, three assists, not bad, with seven starts. But we, we all know that Ansu Fati has the potential to be a game-breaker, really, really potential striker on that wing. We know he has a nose for goal, and you know we've seen him score throughout his early career, and it's just interesting to see how you know with confidence and injury and when other players are playing well it's really difficult to find playing time now i personally think that barcelona need to hold on to ansu fati i think he's still young enough and he's still going through the growing pains i mean you think about any other professional that kind of goes through this they usually will be on the B team still, or they'll still be kind of floundering in practice, but they'll get their shot eventually. And I think we've seen enough history with Ansu that we need to continue to support and, more importantly, find playing time when he can. Now, he also has to do his part as well, because ultimately he has to come with the goods and convert on those goals. And lately, it's just been a real struggle for him to find that connection, that flow. He just seems to always be thinking as of late. And when you know, when you're playing sports and you are thinking, you always do not play that well. I mean, I think about, for example, when I used to play American football, we would get a new play installed. And, you know, it just takes practice and repetition. And eventually, you find the fluidity and the chemistry that where you just play and adapt to what happens. And I still feel that Ansu is still kind of thinking out there. Maybe Xavi's giving him specific instructions that he needs to follow. And we're finding an Ansu that doesn't look free-flowing and comfortable out there. I think that's really important. I think Xavi, you know, maybe the last thing he needs to look at is unlocking both Ansu and Ferran to get these goals because... You know, we are seeing now with Dembele being injured, yes, Rafinha has picked up the slack with the assists, and also we've seen Gabi score some more goals. But again, when you have such a talented player that can easily bag between 10 and 15 goals a season, you know, you need to unlock that. And Ansu Fati is still young, and his future is ahead of him, but I still want him to be at Barcelona. I think he's still talented enough to continue to be in the senior squad. I really do not want to see a situation where Barca are thinking of selling him this summer. He's still only 20 years old. And for a footballer, you still have most of your career ahead of you. However, I'm sometimes concerned about his confidence because we know how special he is and we've seen some of those moments. I really hope that Xavi can unlock him because ultimately, if we can get him performing at a you know, above average level, that just ultimately helps the team and ultimately helps the attack that is already a strong attack. With Ferran, I really don't know what's going to happen with him. I really didn't have confidence with him in the World Cup. And ultimately, I think he is really there just for depth. I don't know what they're going to do with him for the summertime. I don't think he's a player that we can count on for goals. And, you know, as we talked about in our chat was, yes, he has good movement. Great. But that can only take you so long until you cannot come up with assists and goals, right? 
A coach ultimately has to make decisions based on performance and wins and goals. And that's essentially what's happening with Ferran. Yeah, I'm sure he has on tape, you know, they're seeing good movement. We see the pressing on defense. We've already applauded that before. But there's something missing in that ultimate third. We know he's capable of it. I just don't know if he's nasty enough to get those goals, right? And I think that's one of the things he's lacking. He's talented as we bought him from Man City. And we know that he has something in there that we can unlock. However, how long do we wait? You know, with this type of player, with Ferran, I feel I can already, I've already seen enough where I would sell him. Where with Ansu, I want to be more patient. Those are my thoughts on those two players. Tell me what you think. Do we think we should hold on to Ansu? Should we sell Ferran? Are you on my, are you with me or are you against me? All right, let's get to some quick questions from our Patreon community. Since it is a slower news week, essentially, because the game is until this weekend, thought it'd be a good chance to address some of the questions from our Patreon community because, you know, everyone is thinking about Barca in different ways, and it's it's always interesting to see different viewpoints on the situation that is currently happening with our team. So the first question we have is from Kim. Uh, Kim is one of our best patrons, always sharing the newspaper front covers every morning. So Kim, always appreciating that. He basically has asked if the eight points is enough to finish the league. And I said it last podcast, and I said, yes, it is. I, You can stamp us for La Liga right now. I am fully confident just because statistically, I think Madrid have to play perfect, and we know they're going to not play perfect, especially with injuries to Benzema and also Benzema kind of having an off year. We could be seeing the end of his prime, essentially. And also Vinicius, you know, last season he had a great season of goals, and this season he is not converting as he is. And it's a big polemica here in Spain with the Vinicius issue with the fouls and Madrid not backing him up and also just having a, a tinge of racism as well in there. But I, I'm i fully confident that the eight points is good enough. Uh, just, you know, the most important thing that I would hang that on is our defense. Our defense is like I said in the last podcast, Hall of Fame defense. And that is going a long ways for me to say that the league is over. I was listening to other podcasts and they agree with me as well. I just think that our defense is so solid right now that that's where my confidence in for the league is. He has also a second question. And obviously we know what's happening in Manchester City with the FIFA Fair Play issues. They had 113 infractions, not one, not two. Not three, not four, but 113. And this has been over a period of time since 2009. It's a big controversy of what's going to happen. They could get relegated. I would love to see that. Just We need to get this financial issue under wraps. You know, I've talked about having a clear, hard salary cap that all leagues should follow. I think that is ultimately the best way. But we're going to see what happens with this with this issue because it seems as though they have fabricated the finances to sign players. As we talk, always we're always wondering how this happens. The rules are very gray. I mean, obviously they you know they say what it is for the percentage of income, but let let's be honest. We just need a hard cap and make these salaries more transparent, like they do in the NFL, and that'll help alleviate all these issues. Now, Pep also mentioned last year. That if he finds out that Man City are doing these shady dealings without, you know, like lying to his face, essentially, that he would walk away from there. And so the question from Kim, the second question would, could he come back to Barca 
and how would that work out? And I don't know if I can handle that. I, I want Xavi. I'm on Team Xavi's bus right now, the Xavi Neta. And I just think we'd be creating so much chaos if we bring Pep back in. Now, I love Pep. Pep renaissanced Barcelona forever. Hall of Fame coach, all the credentials and everything. I just think at this moment of Barca, I think Xavi has the team rolling. And we need coaching stability. That is Super clave, super important for this team right now. If Pep came, sure, you know, the team would be firing on all cylinders, but at what cost, right? Pep, the majority of what he does is bring in players that he scouts and in. Now, I know we can always point back to Pep using La Masia as we did back in 2008, 9, 10, and so forth. And yeah, that could happen, but... I think Pep ultimately always wants to win now. And I just think it would be so chaotic, you know, so chaotic. We need coaching stability. We need financial stability in this club. This brings another topic that we had in the conversation in our WhatsApp group today was our right back situation. As I said in the last podcast, do we just leave Kunde at a right back now? He's playing at such a high level. Maybe he doesn't want to be there, but he is performing at such a high level. We should just keep him there. There's no need for us to go fishing for another right back. So that saves us money. Maybe we need to go for a right back for more depth. So those are the things that we need to look at. We are in a situation now with these youngsters that the contracts are much lower. Let's get our head above water here in these next two seasons to really clean up what's happening financially with the new stadium renovation. Hopefully that will bring new revenue going forward. And so the club will be healthier in that way. Now we have another question from Taurin. He asks, is the roadmap more clear now for Nico to succeed in the defensive midfield role now with the new system? That's a really good, interesting question. Nico now playing in Valencia. You know, I forgot about Nico. You know, when Taurin put this question, I was like, wow, I forgot Nico was, you know, one of the touted kids that we had last season, essentially. I would say yes. You know, Nico is someone that we can definitely bring back, especially you know, with this new system, I think there's a place for him. You know, obviously there's rumors that I was reading today that Busquets is looking to resign. I do not want that to happen. I've been very clear on my stance on that. Busquets is, has found his form as of late with this new formation, but we have to move on. Like, we have to move on. We've seen, we have seen in the last two, three seasons where Busquets has been outrun by higher competition. And that's ultimately what we're trying to get at. We are doing great right now in La Liga. But when we play higher caliber teams like Bayern Munich, right, and PSG, these other teams that we have failed against recently in Champions League, we need youth. Busquets is a Hall of Fame midfielder for us, true and true. But we need to move on, and this is the moment to move on. We cannot resign him. I repeat, we cannot resign him. And that opens the door for Nico, who would be a quality signing for us to bring back especially at that financial price that's all i'm looking at right now is how we're going to balance players with the cost of what it costs to bring them so great question torn i think that it that it is a roadmap for nico to come back we will see what happens at the end of the season valencia right now in free fall gattuso got fired uh, earlier in the season ben hayward and i had predictions of la liga and i said the first coach to get fired and we both said gattuso and we were both right basically so that was good uh, I feel vindicated with that. But Valencia right now is such a free fall. They, they, man, they, the players look lost. They look, man, if they get relegated, 
it'd be a sad situation for sure. They're not there yet at that, at that dire situation, but man, they just, if you're a Valencia fan, I feel for you. Animo. Last question we have from Jill Framed. I understand there's a financial crisis, but why target Ansu? How many seasons of a reprieve did Dembele get? Barca will not have another great number 10 if it continues selling its future. Besides, Barca are horrible at negotiations. This potential club will get a gem for pennies, and Barca's debit will not ease. I think he means debt will not ease. Visca Barca. So basically just talking about how there's this talk about Ansu, and as I spoke about that earlier in the episode, and I think it's, you know, we're always looking as Barca fans, especially when it's a slow news week, polemicas inside our own house to get content and clicks, right? That's basically what's happening. It's been on the news the last two days with the Ansu Fati situation that he has leaked from his group that after the Copa del Rey, since he didn't get playing time, that he, sorry, not the Copa del Rey, the Supercopa, that he cried and that he's, you know, he will die for Barca and all that stuff. And so it kind of goes both ways. It's not just the fans turning on Ansu. But again, as I said before, I really want to be patient with Ansu. He's only 20 years old. I think he has so much ahead of him. I think we'll, we'll look back as this just being basically the teenage struggles of Ansu, you know, with his career. And I'm willing to wait, you know, with with Dembele, for example, he, you know, for four seasons, you know, was being, uh, could not be dependent on because he was injured all the time. So I think that's a little bit different in that situation because it was just the constant injury where he could not play matches. Where Ansu, I don't feel the same way. I just don't feel the same way. Maybe, obviously, it's a little bit biased because he's a La Masia product and we have... <laughs> that special part in our heart for those players. But again, I think that Barca needs to hold on to Ansu. We will see what happens. You know, there are a lot of rumors out there talking about teams going after him, especially at this moment where Barcelona may be desperate to unload to get that cash, but we will see. And like I said before, right now is the time to ride these youthful players and maybe add depth here and there, but we don't need to get superstar players, right? We do not need to get those ultimate superstars right now. We can hold off because right now, Madrid is in free fall right now with what they're transitioning. They have a quality midfield, but their defense is still not up to par. And if our defense continues to grow as the rate they're kind of growing at, our defense is gonna be solid for the next five to six seasons, easy, easy especially with Araujo and Kunde and Balde. Those three guys are the cornerstones. It's easier to find a center back. Yeah, it's always easier to find a center back than to get these superstar midfielders that cost so much money, and especially who are going to fit in our style. Always remember that. The style is really important for these players. Anyway, that's going to do it for this episode of Barca Talk. We will be back on Friday with a quick preview of the Villarreal match and any other news that comes out from here until Friday. Everyone will talk to you Friday. Have a good day. Sports Social Podcast Network. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. 
Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. They both come in giftable boxes with savings up to $46 and free shipping for a limited time. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.